Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. show began with our own bachelor fantasy league entitled limos and roses on this podcast i am joined by my husband jet and our buddy grace and me i am your host and moderator chelsea so uh let's get this whole episode started i hate these new openings of the show i'm just going to refer to them as the show openings um that the producers have and and editors have put together for us i think they're so silly because we know we're gonna see them but it's not like a uh, it's not leading us into the episode uh but there is a donkey so i got really excited because i like to farm animals i don't know about you guys i love farming (laughs) animals um do we have anything to say before we begin this epic episode yeah, I, I, of course, have something to say. When the donkey came in, I had to write the note, oh, so ass play this early? Uh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. there's all sorts of jokes. I, I was Under just trying the, to figure yeah. out where I was, I was going to figure out where to put my ass joke, and you just went straight for the jugular <laughs> yeah. at the top. Right. It's like, straight, when do you throw the uppercut? You know what? Yeah. I'm just going to Mike Tyson this one and just boom. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and also, lest we forget, this is the 45th episode. We were so close because we just, right now, the inauguration is still going on of the 46th mm-hmm. president. It was that close to being synergy. Uh, and it's just also mm-hmm. funny that there's inauguration going on, and uh, we clearly have our priorities in order. Of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcast, guys. I don't know how many times we have to say it. We're here for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, we <really> exactly. <laughs> we're taking this more seriously than the contestants. So, with that, we're gonna pick up right where we left off at the Rose Rundown. Bree, Lauren, and Sarah already have roses. So the first rose goes to Piper. Uh, first rose, Pied Piper. She said every day, and then I wrote for maybe one more day. Kit. Young blood. Keep in touch. Also like and subscribe. Maggie. The international traveler. She appreciates humor. I, I like that. She had a great sense of humor in this moment. Rachel. Front runner. Yeah. My cute little Cunis. Or Kunis. Is it Mila Kunis or Cunis? Abigail. Adorable. 
I just said possible hometown. Chelsea. Fashion. Catwalk. Jacenia. Hair. <laughs> one of the most real. She doesn't get a lot of screen time, but she's one of the yeah. most real. Katie. Good vibes. Anna Bear. Serena C. Falling in like. <laughs> and I wrote, does he even know who she is? It's funny you say falling in like, because at this mm -hmm. point, Sarah begins to fall, but the camera pans away, and Serena P is holding a rose. Mm -hmm. And he never called out the name Serena P as Sarah struggles. So we're gonna like pause the rundown. Pause the rundown. Oh. Pause it. Woo! Ooh. Jet, mm -hmm. did you notice this? I think he said Serena C on accident. I think and that you're right, Jet, because what I noticed in this moment was he was looking at his hand where he had the contestants' names written on it. <laughs> Very likely. Oh my gosh, let's restart whoa. the Rose Rundown. Whoa, 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 okay, whoa. That, <laughs> that, that was jarring. <laughs> that was my doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo. moving on. Kayla. I wrote North Carolina barbecue. Ooh, nice. Mari. At the beginning, I said poor man's Kardashian, and I'm just gonna say Kardashian. Smoking. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. MJ. California curls. Smooth jazz. <laughs> Kenny G, you're too much. Uh, Anna. Hannah Bama. Yep. Patty Simcox. Kylie. Lingerie. She's my mystery. Uh, I, I, I can't figure her out. Kind of like lingerie, it's a mystery. The final rose goes to Victoria. <sighs> no. I just said gross. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And now we say a fond farewell to five women. Mary Lynn, Sydney, Alana, Kristen, and Ileana. Oh. And side note, Jet's out of the league, guys. He lost all three of his women. He gets 25 points. Yes, yeah, 25 yeah. points. Um, it pays to lose. Pays <laughs> I've been telling myself that for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's move forward to some super sexy Nima colon goats. I love goats. I love goats. It's a farm animal episode. I love goats. I love donkeys. I love goats. And I love the Nima colon because they have both of those things. Um, so <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Chris Harrison shows up and he says that he is planning the dates. I'm so excited because he wrote this erotic novel or is it a, an exotic novel? Anyway, there's sheep involved. So I was like, Chris Harrison, you're a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to hold up a book by now that you'd already gotten from Amazon. I thought for sure you were going to show us yeah. the cover of that book, dude. So I guess we get to see the very first Chris Harrison date, date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. This is group date number one. Today is a surprise for everyone. 
This is the giant group date with Rachel, Bree, Lauren, Kit, Serena C, Victoria, Kayla, Anna, Kylie, and Katie. Um, this is the date where Ashley I is found on a stage reading some steamy words, right? But also it's Chris Harrison's romance novel, which makes it beautifully iconic. And so now everyone is tasked with writing this steamy section to read in front of a live studio audience of the remaining women. Uh, and yeah, let's talk about all of the takes uh, on all of the steamy chapters from these ladies, shall we? Victoria goes slutty. Oh, we're so surprised. Um, <laughs> she uses small words. Ooh, what a surprise. Uh, there's occasional rams. Uh, so, you know, going right into Matt gets up and does the first reading. And I said to myself, well, he's a good looking guy. He's not a great orator or a writer. And wow. the bro needs a thesaurus. But he showers well. Jet? Great with showers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're making him look like a pretty nice guy. But like you said, yeah, yeah. he's a handsome, nice guy. Uh, the, the, the thing that stood out to me the most out of all the actual poems was Anna, uh, Patty Simcox. She, uh, her, she talked about in her poem or her romance story, she was like exposing my breasts one at a time. And I just turned to Chelsea and I was like, that would be really strange. Isn't that odd? So anyway, yeah, I just thought that was just a little odd. That, I mean, I'm totally on board. Weird. Like, <laughs> that would be odd. Overall, I thought the date was a great date. I, I, this is one of those dates where I'm like, it's intellectual fun icebreaker. I mean, yes, there's a there's a sexual uh, aspect to it, but it's. I think from what I could gather, everybody had a good time. And I, I just was like, I was all for it. I thought it was a great date. So back at the ranch. <laughs> They send all of these girls back home and we begin to see Sarah's spoiler struggle. The only thing that I have to say about this beginning of the struggle, we forget because of what she's been through with her father so far, we forget how young she is because mm -hmm. she has that maturity, right? And we assume it of her. Um, but I feel like that pressure, this is the beginning of us seeing it. I don't think it was the painting of the rose ceremony. I think this is the beginning of it. This is that moment we have to tell someone every season, mm -hmm. sweetheart, you're on a dating game show. What are we talking about? Right. She's like, why is he with all these other girls? What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Wait, 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 wait. What? I've, I've received some, some breaking news for a, a, a what? A new segment, this is a Limos and Roses special report. Welcome to the Limos and Roses special report. It's officially, officially official. Claire and Dale have broken up. We're gonna go straight to Jet Thomason with the latest updates. Jet, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can loud and clear, Chelsea. Uh, on the other hand, uh, while Dale didn't post any permanent shady posts, he did post quite a few suspicious posts to his Instagram story. Uh, according to Heavy.com, Dale posted a solemn boomerang of himself looking out a window, seemingly to New York City, with the caption, New Day. That doesn't sound too optimistic for fans of Claire Crowley and Dale Moss. And according to Screen Rant, Dale also posted a pic of a book 
He's reading with the quote, God's plan is bigger than we can imagine. This has been a Limos and Roses special report. Thank you so much, Jet. Now on to Phrase with the weather forecast. Phrase? Uh, yes, if you're looking uh, over over the uh, eastern seaboard and you're looking at Instagram, uh, you'll notice that Dale has posted, uh, It's oh, it's cloudy with a chance of raining tears. Back to you, Chelsea. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, wow. With that breaking news, I thought we'd bring <laughs> in our special guest for this episode, Mrs. Rachel. Sure. <laughs> Rachel. Hello. Is a, yes, here she is. Uh, Rachel is a Broadway actor. She's a social media manager and strategist, wife, dog mom, pasta connoisseur. Seriously, you guys, if you ever need to find the best pasta dish in New York City, she's the one to ask. Uh, Rachel is incredibly passionate about animal rights and is a supporter of the Humane Society and the David Sheldrick Trust. Follow her for social media tips and tricks at Sure Thing media that's s-c-h-u-r thing media uh most importantly however rachel started watching the bachelor after her now husband <laughs> then screen tested for a role on the show unreal it's kind of akin to uh the bachelor bible as it were like the king hulu version if you will and it shows the behind the scenes world of shows like, you know, The Bachelor. Rachel and her husband initially wanted to research that and like most suckers became super addicted to it. Uh, her cousin's cousin, mm -hmm. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's correct, was also an executive producer of The Bachelor for years. Oh yeah. And and because of that, Rachel feels a beautiful, strange connection to this franchise in so many weird ways. Uh, thank you so much, Rachel, for being with us on the show today. <laughs> thank, thank you for you. having me. Yeah. Yay. We'll so, drink to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a sensible cheers. Um, hey, she's here for the right reasons. Yeah, I'm and we're always, always here and we're, for the right reasons. We're always just looking for an excuse to have a cocktail. So thanks for giving us a yet another one. <laughs> uh, so first off, this Claire and Dale news. Um, how I mean, are we shocked? Yeah. Are we shocked about this? No. You know what's so funny is like when her season started, I knew who Claire was. Like I had seen all her antics and like Bachelor in Paradise. Like I remember her monologue to Juan Pablo. And I was like, huh, interesting choice. Like we're going with it. Like here we go. It's just so her to just choose like the hottest guy there. And be like, that's it. I know what I want, and not have any idea who the heck this guy was. So, like, are we yeah. shocked? Are we no, shocked? No, it's mm -mm. it's on brand, right? It's beautifully on brand. Um, yeah, but they they usually <sighs> are able to fake it a little longer. I'm gonna throw that in. Usually, usually they can fake it for that's at true. least three months. <laughs> you know what we've actually been watching is that horrible C-SPAN show with JoJo and uh, Jordan oh. Roger, Aaron Rodgers, whatever. Have not cash pad. And they just like buy yeah. all these Airbnbs from people and like give them $700 a month <laughs> and they like steal all their money and then like renovate and make, make it look like an Instagram trap. It's good. I like that couple. Oh, they're in it for the wow. money. That's the right reasons. That's why they're there. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. All right. right. So, um, secondly, uh, mm -hmm. we must have a conversation right now about your connection to the show itself. Uh, your cousin's yeah. cousin's 
created yeah. Bachelor yeah. in Paris? No, did he create? No, he didn't create it. I'm sure he jumped on at some point. His name's Pete Scalatar. He was on it forever. He was like the executive producer at some point. Um, and he, like Bachelor in Paradise is his baby. He met his wife on the show because she was another producer. Um, I they He actually just produced that cool Wu-Tang documentary that came out oh, last nice. year. So cool. he's he's moved on to greener pastures, but um, it was really fun talking to him with certain seasons. Like I, for some reason, I just remember Juan Pablo's season for some reason, and just being like, "What is this?" He's like, "Dude, he's the worst." Like it was really like ah! it was really fun to uh, kind of you know talk to him at family gatherings and stuff. Um, there awesome. he he even offered like a few years ago, and I was like really single and sad. He's like, "If you ever if you ever wanna." <laughs> you want to do it and I was like I don't think you guys want me there <laughs> I will be terrible oh I would beg you I all for food I I disagree I would have loved <laughs> to see to see you on the show I, I just I think they would have made me the villain like that I also I, well, love that we actually we got a producer's uh a little inside look at how a producer views its own show and he came at you saying, well, since you're really sad and single, you'd be eh, great for this show. Eh, <laughs> yeah. Third question. Um, are you like a full love-hate Victoria moments? Or do I'm you just think a full hate Victoria. Great. Okay. <laughs> at least we got that out of the way. <laughs> I actually like, I really think it's bad TV. You know what she reminds me of? She reminds me of an Aubrey Plaza character, like in like, Ingrid goes west or like yeah. any of those like weird Aubrey Plaza like really disturbed like mentally disturbed people that's what so I feel like over the top but very disturbed yeah. I totally see that too yeah. truly this, this is what I also thought I, I think that like you're saying it's bad television I think she's miscast and then she's not playing her part even believably I believe she's actually getting tired of the character herself I started getting the sense Ooh. that she's getting broken down by her own portrayal of this stupid character yeah and you never know how the producers you know from and this is even not even like my experience like with my cousin's cousin or whatever but it, it's like they're going to make every single girl in that house feel like Matt is in love with that girl like we think you might be that girl we think you might win so it like makes them all go crazy so if someone's already unhinged and is hearing producers go like dude he he's feeling you you know it's just gonna send someone like that over the top yeah. I will say that our producer is in my ear and he's saying that at least she secured herself a recurring role at this point. You know, hey, in 2021 <laughs> and 2020, like if you can get a recurring role on anything, like kudos. Yeah, yeah. go for Good it. Good for her. Do yeah. it. All right. Um, fourth, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about Sure Thing Media. You're based in New York City, I'm assuming. Yeah. With all it the Broadway really... stuff that, that was happening, but in this beautifully <laughs> weird COVID world, you're still able to make it work. Yeah, I mean, I really, like when I moved to New York, I worked at a restaurant for five days and I was a hostess and I just got the shit kicked out of me and people hated me. So I was like, this is not for me. So then I was like, well, I guess I gotta get certified in something. So I got like certified in yoga and like group fitness. And I was like, well, this sucks. <laughs> and then and then I started to see that like, oh, you can like manage people's Instagrams and like make money. So I went and got certified in like digital marketing, but years ago before Instagram was what it is now, even in a show, I'd always have like a side hustle, like my pizza money client and be like, yeah, I'll do your Instagram. Here's some graphics. And then um, when the pandemic hit, I think so many like brick and mortar stores and 
everybody was like, hey, no one's coming to our store and I need to put a Shopify, uh, all my products on Shopify and I need brand exposure. I'm like, yeah, I got you, bro. And we went from one client to like 13 overnight, but it's been fun. Cause I got to, I get to meet people from all walks of life from like, we have like med spas to interior designers to like sustainable interior designers, fitness companies. So it's like kind of rad and it's been awesome. great to be sit at home and make people's brands look cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So fifth and finally, mm -hmm. do you have any advice, any notes for Matt James on his quest for love? <laughs> oh, don't or be on the bachelor. Any... Yeah. <laughs> it looks like I you're eating a tiny like... little ice cream cone. It does. I know. It's, isn't it the best? I so love cute. this phone so much. <laughs> I just feel like every time somebody asks this guy if he's ever been in love and he keeps saying no, it's like, well, you are on the wrong show. You yeah. need to go on another show to show off your abs. Like, I'm even happy with Bachelor in Paradise, but this dude who's just like, I don't know what love is. And anytime anyone gets close to me, I'm going to shut down. It's like, well, this will be fun. This will be yeah. so boring. Um, I do have a pick though. Are we doing that yet? Oh, sure. Who do you think Matt James is going to choose as the like of his life? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> not even because we share the name, but I think Rachel's the uh, winner. Very nice. I, I thought it was Brie, but I think it's Rachel. Yeah, she's good. Real quiet, and real she's pretty. She's just demure. She's really pretty. And then she's just going to come out and she's going to scare the shit out of everybody in the later episodes. Well, mark my words. Real quick, before you do go, Rachel, uh, I'll be obviously posting since this is viewable and uh, listenable. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and spell uh, sure, you know, sure thing media for oh, our yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Sure, spelled S-C-H-U-R. And then thing media, sure thing media. Perfect. And can you uh, can you spell thing for us, please? I'll take this one. A V I C T O R I A. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fabulous. Yeah. You guys well, can bring me on again when when Matt finds like. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. ah. yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely in like with two Rachels. Uh, I I like the Rachel that's on the TV show, but I, but I love Rachel Sure. Thank you so much for joining us. Love you too, Brace. <laughs> Thanks Thank for having you me, so guys. Much. Thank you, Rachel. All right. Thanks All so right. Much. Have a good one. So. Moving on to the nighttime portion of the date. There's a lot of very interesting conversation that happens. Matt kind of comes off as a little boyish. Um, he seems very immature about love, which we already know about him. Um, there's a couple of conversations that happen. Bree is on the same page with Matt. Rachel's awesome. Uh, and we head back to the ranch. Did you guys have anything before we head back to the ranch? I feel like Matt's like whole thing can just be summed up in that song. Jet, it, it's, I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Because he's never been yep. in love. So he doesn't even yep. know what he's, he says, it's funny to say that you're looking for something that you've never uh, come in contact with. It's well, we've like, got that drop too. I've And he's it's, continuing to do so. I would say too, also, um, and I'm going to say this quite a bit here, probably over the season, the course of the season, but he and Moana, he and Bree, I'm not sensing much chemistry there. I'm, I'm not sensing a lot of chemistry with any of the girls and him. All right. So meanwhile, back at the ranch, 
literally because there's goats and donkeys there i'm so excited um there's a date card for serena p and sarah begins staring into a fire contemplating her life choices and she is emotionally exhausted she is triggered by her past um and oh no, she's interrupting Katie's one-on-one -on -one time with a, can I steal you for a second? Which she literally says. Um, Victoria starts talking about her being disrespectful, but all of the girls are fully and royally, <laughs> no pun intended, she's a queen, yeah. pissed. Yeah. Um, I wrote down hashtag save Sarah. Um, here's my deal. We know she's going through a lot of emotional trauma the solution is not to go on a reality TV dating show. You guys have any words on this? I wonder how many contestants actually know what's going on in her life. Not to say that any other contestant doesn't have something going on in their life as well. Uh, it's just an unfortunate situation that I thought maybe she was gonna be equipped to handle better, but it proved too much for her. I was getting a lot of manipulation tactics from Sarah. So again, we're going to disregard everything we know that happens. I was getting tactics of, um, you know, she dropped like a massively passive aggressive statement. She said, uh, can you just give us five minutes and I'll bring him back to you? I wrote down a lot of her specific quotes that are really showing it's a, it's a manipulation thing. She's taking the reins. She's taking control. She's playing the alpha role and hiding it under that gorgeous uh, face and demeanor. Um, but there's still this like weird cattiness to it. I don't know if it's a calculated thing um, in the long run, perhaps I'm naive, but it definitely makes her in a sense, you know, it takes, it puts the focus on her. You're right about that. And it makes Matt have to be a nice guy. Guys are often attracted initially to a project. Yeah, you, he wants to fix her. He wants to be there for her. Mm -hmm. And in a way, it's because he feels like if he's not there, that he's abandoning her. I just, at the end of the day, the easiest, simplest way to put it is I just think it's possible she's just not that into him. And that's okay. I could be wrong. There's, a, there's other factors that we're going to get into here in a, very shortly, probably. But yeah. I think I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I don't think she's as into him either. And, uh, and that was just like kind of the icing on her cake of sure. emotional distress. For sure. So the date is over and Rachel gets the rose. And half of these girls didn't even get time with him. So meanwhile, back at the ranch, Katie divulges to the group that Sarah doesn't know if she wants to be there and that she's having a hard time with just being around. Everyone is pissed. He specifically shows up in the morning uh, all of these feelings are reiterated and Matt decides I'm going to go grab Sarah, bring her to the group. She's not around. He wanted to address it with her in the room, but she wasn't there. So what does he have to do? He has to leave. He has to go find her. And of course, spends time with her. Um, and everyone else is gathered on the couch. Because, you know, a producer said, Sarah, you don't have to come. With that being said, it's like, I mean, do you want to sit on a couch with 20 girls or lay in bed with her? <laughs> I mean, I've got my answer. 20 girls. 
Yes, that is the answer. <laughs> right. Now, the other's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad consolation yeah. prize, you yeah. know, but let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so at this point, when he gets up to leave and go and spend more time with her and then comes back, he returns with full-blown dagger eyes from all the women. Yeah. <laughs> they are very unhappy about this. And all I can think is poor Serena P, my girl who has a date. Um, she didn't even get a rose in the ceremony, but she has a date. <laughs> so let's continue with the date, date breakdown. breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Let love lead the way. This is the one-on-one -on -one date with Serena P. Okay. So there's horseback riding. Hey, oh, she gets the tiny one, obviously, because she's tiny. Uh, and my girl Serena P gets the goats. She gets the goats, guys. She gets the goats. <laughs> yes. There's a little bit of charcuterie board talk. I love all the meats and cheeses. Um, she comes off as super intelligent. All of this daytime talk is followed by him telling her that he already is having real feelings for her. That is followed by donkey time. You know what I'm saying? Ass play. Yeah. <laughs> is this when we put in uh, Donkey Spanker by Aaron Lavanier? <laughs> yeah, probably so, yeah. I feel like that's what needs to happen. There it is. Um, I mean, I just, I also just love that she said, I'm going to smell like a donkey when I'm done with this. And I was like, girl, you missed that pun opportunity. Yeah. Anybody have uh, words about the daytime portion of this day? I said, this is a great date. You know, it's the horseback riding. This is a traditional bachelor date, charcuterie boards and turtles. And, um, you know, we get a little bit about his unsupportive father and there's a connection there. And I, I did like the, I, I will say that the linear life is an interesting perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, uh, you know, I have a bunch of ass play jokes. Yeah, it's the donkey's <laughs> Dude, it was it was a gorgeous setting. The Thomas Kincaid painting, you know, it's like a pastoral. It's just gorgeous, obviously. Um, right when the date started, I paused it to ask Chelsea. I was like, "Did he just say I love lethal weapon?" And Chelsea <laughs> said, "He said let love lead the way." Oh. So I wasn't even close. But I, for a second, his he was about to go up a lot of points in my book, dude. I was a big fan oh. at that moment. Like I'd bring a girl on the most romantic date ever and just turn her and go, "I love lethal weapon." <laughs> like, and it would be completely uh, acceptable in my book anyway um but i'm not writing romance novels like chris harrison so what do i know about books i'm still sensing distance in the eyes from both parties maybe he had maybe he just has those kind of droopy sad distant eyes in general but i'm not seeing real listening or engagement um but i do see her as top six That's but i haven't it. sensed the one yet for him i just haven't sensed it because he hasn't oh, had a date yet with uh, he rachel. hasn't had a date with rachel yeah right exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. or katie yeah. for that matter yeah. Uh, but but at, at the end of the day, he's gonna have a keepsake. He's got a Polaroid of Serena and that nice ass. So you know we're gonna. He's got that uh, on his fridge for the rest of his yeah. life if he wants. Yep. Oh wait, um, no, she did. She finished off the day by saying, "I loved the honesty and the openness, Serena P." When she said, "I'm falling in like with him." Yeah, that was cute. Okay, so moving into the nighttime portion of the date. Serena and Matt have some really great relationship talks. Uh, she's really good. She keeps things light with great conversation. Um, she admits to falling in like with him to his face and says the quote, 
And now, like, I definitely, like, could see myself moving forward, like, potentially falling in love with you. This is one of my favorite quotes she had. Uh, she said, it's possible, and she's insisting that she's being honest. This could be the first date with my future husband. Uh, she should be an attorney. She can go back and look at that tape, and no matter what happens, say, I didn't lie. I like the honesty. You just rarely see it, so it's hard for me to process and what you it means to You have to say her, something. You know? Like, I think you have to, you know, they, they coax you to say something that's like, well, how was your first date? And then, like, other than saying, like, what's she going to say? He was a nice yeah. guy. It was fun. Yeah. She's got to be like, we, they're, they're we, like, we oh, no, have, it wasn't, make it magical. Was it magical? Yeah, we, seem, we seem to have a connection. Like, I like yeah. cheese, and he liked cheese, and he likes turtles, and I, you know. what? Don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. So Serena gets the rose. Um, <laughs> cha-ching for moi. Um, oh. And he has a turtle swimsuit on. So he wasn't joking mm. about the turtles. Homeboy's obsessed with turtles. Like I'm obsessed with farm animals like goats and donkeys. Um, no, that's also a Polly assist. I think Polly got went out to the nearest dollar store and got Dollar General and got him some turtle shorts, dude. No with, doubt. With the Polly assist. <laughs> Wait a minute. Polly went out to the Dollar General. <laughs> he looks like Polly a DG kind of guy, dude. He looks yeah, like a he DG. Does, does. Yeah, not yeah. to be confused with DNG, because he's certainly not Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's a hot tub makeout session. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, the date card appears. And Sarah reappears the girls get all riled up and they unprompted that we see give it to her she she threw out more of those buzzwords i was talking about before um what's this quote she said to victoria i do want to be here for matt well she's supposed to be there for herself too that like she kept everything is not about her and this is one of those times when you're supposed to be a little selfish it's supposed to be about you too you're in 50 of the equation and then earlier she even said she said uh the relationship is really real and i mean a lot to him who says that i mean a lot to him well, what does he mean to you that could be argued that it's because she's a selfless person sure she put a lot of her energy into others and so it's not about her. She didn't use the card, a way to just shut all those girls up in a moment is to just say, my dad's dying. But she didn't do that. Sure. So yeah, she didn't go cheap um, for sure. She didn't go cheap. She knows that she's made a bunch of mistakes. She's apologized and nobody wants to accept her apology and they just oh, yeah. keep coming for her. But you know, they could only go by what they were seeing and what they were witnessing and and Correct. from their perspective she was acting awful <laughs> you know she didn't handle it well or i don't know how you handle it well they didn't handle it well it was just a bunch of garbage the way, it, the way that it all went down what i think essentially happened was that producers scooped up a very sad girl um that didn't know that she was sad and i think that she got there she didn't really like Matt. Um, she had an okay date. And then she made a series of mistakes and had a bad image portrayed. And she was also just very much caught up with the fact that like she really missed her family. And so, you know, others would say it's a very convenient excuse to leave the show. But in my opinion, 
I just think that she shouldn't have been on the show to begin with. And I think it took her being on the show to realize that. So Katie comes to join her and open up. Um, and in that moment, Sarah decides that she's going to leave due to all of the tension in the house and half due to her really just wanting to leave because she's not mentally there right now. And this Katie moment that they have together uh, is very sweet. It's very beautiful. Uh, Katie also lost her father. So I really, um, as, as bittersweet as that sounds, um, I really enjoyed this moment. I thought it was very beautiful, very real. Yeah, do you guys have words on this Katie and Sarah conversation? My hope for Sarah is that, and I think she is doing this, that it raises awareness for ALS because it's a really just terrible, terrible, terrible disease. You know, you know, it, it hits close to home, you know, it, I've, I've mentioned this before. Uh, and I think my hope is that it just, it raises some awareness. And I think it also is a good lesson in empathy, uh, just moving forward. We've always say like, you don't know what's going on with somebody. It's like, it's even with things like, just just assume that somebody's going through something, I guess mm -hmm. is, a good, is a good way to like live your life. Just, you know, um, and that oftentimes when uh, you're treated poorly or, or something is, is not handled correctly, perhaps it has nothing to do with you in fact, and it has everything to do with the other person. What I really appreciated in all this, obviously with, as you guys just talked about with all the Katie stuff uh, and her own, she has issues similar with regard to losing uh, her father. Um, she literally invited the competition in and I liked that. Like let the devil in, you know, she was like, please don't leave. I think he likes you. And I need to know that he's all in with me in case he likes me, because you're going to be in the back of my mind all this time. And I'm going to be wondering, well, he has unfinished business with this girl. Yep. Everybody always says that you're somebody's second choice, no matter yeah, what, because exactly. they've had choices before. It doesn't mean you're not the right choice. It just means that they've sampled all the flavors and you're the best tasting. But I will say that I did think it was a cool and bold move for her to say, hey, you should stick around. Um, yeah. But the verbiage of like, I don't want to play second fiddle or I don't want to be second is like, okay, well, that's your ego talking right now. But yeah. that's someone there for the right reasons. Seriously, who says that? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to stick yeah. around to this contest and you're my biggest competition in my head. So stick around. Let's see who wins this thing. Let's duke it out. I, I, could, I definitely respected that. One more thing. It's just interesting to me, at least, like I said before, from the, from the editing standpoint, no girl defended Sarah whatsoever before the knowledge of her father she looks she's like a drama queen. They're yeah, seeing it that sure. she's literally, she's literally affecting their Instagram income. That's how they're seeing <laughs> yeah. it. And they're not wrong. They're like, dude, this is like, I'm trying to go on here as a calculated move to further my finances in this world. Yeah, I mean, let's, exposure. let's not yeah. get it twisted. None of them are like, I have to be with Matt. Exactly. You know, like exactly. They're, they're losing exposure and that's what's upsetting yeah. them. So oh, you're so right. So um there is a beautiful fall foliage drone shot. Katie very, I thought very gracefully explained Sarah's situation to the girls. Sarah shows up at Matt's suite. Uh, she ends up saying, I just don't think I'm ready for this. I just wish you could see my heart. 
finally she gets to talk face to face with him again once and for all to end this debacle um he's doing the usual he's doing the colton he's doing the peter he's he's convincing himself that she's so in love with him that it's driving her away and it's scaring her and he's like i know this is tough because love finding love is tough and meanwhile no dude She's tried to break up with you 17 different ways. So what do you do? What do you do? You wait for her to get to the boom, the mic drop, when she finally has to go all in on faith. Because guess what? You can't fight faith. Right? She literally goes, she's going, yeah. And he's like, no, no, yeah, you do want to be here. You do want to be here. She's like, I don't think I can. He goes, it's okay, I got you. And she just goes, I prayed about it. I prayed about it and I was told I have to leave. And he was like, oh, damn. Finally, she gets to leave. I don't think, I mean, I don't think, I think he was trying, I think he was convincing her to stay because he likes her. What she said to him is, I can't be here because I need to be with my family. The girls have ganged up on me. And yes, as you mentioned, and I've prayed about it. So like, that's three things. So yes, he can't, you know, there's no fighting that. But I don't think that he's viewing it as a breakup. I think he's viewing it as, I am like, the time is not, the time is not right. I was going down my well, I mean, rant because you're not wrong. It is essentially, it is essentially a breakup, you know? Yeah. He wants her to stay and she doesn't want to stay. So yeah. <laughs> you can call that what yeah. you want. Yeah. You paint, paint it no, with your glorious saying. brush, Mr. Bob Ross over there. I'm going to be freaking <laughs> Jackson Pollock, just slamming paint against the wall. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I, it is, it is, it is a breakup. Uh, but I, I actually think you're giving him a lot of credit. I think uh, yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, that's true. I but can see that. But we'll alas, never, we'll... <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> yeah, she's gone. Yeah. Well, she's in the limo on the way home and keeps telling herself the tale of him seeing her heart. Like I know he's seeing my heart. I know, and that's why he was able to let her go. And then she just continues to talk to herself. And y'all, that was quite heavy. It was a lot of information. And so I feel like we as a collective unit should all escape to the warm and safe yet electrifying space that is phrases, fashion, I've never been more excited to get to into leave. the corner. We've dealt with some heavy stuff this episode, but you know what's not heavy? fashion because it's light and it's airy and it's beautiful and angels have was, descended upon us you know i was gonna to say serena p she's pretty there was a time she's there tiny. was a time in history when fashion was heavy like chainmail. Uh, you know what you're not wrong but we're not here to talk about chainmail. we're here to talk about rompers and turtlenecks yes <laughs> Hope, yeah <laughs> uh and ass play okay so anyways uh chris is dressed down i always like when chris harrison starts off an episode dressed down with his little flannel on okay so listen we, we can talk all we want about you know whether we like Sarah or not, but what we cannot disagree on is her fashion choices. You know, this red top, white sweats. Oh my gosh, the, the active wear on her when she announced the first date, I was just like, just just take her out on the date because like, just take her to a fan. She's so hot, guys. She's so hot. She really I mean, is. Like, she's, she's stunning, yeah. Freaking gorgeous and dealing with yeah. some shit. 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> but a white turtleneck on Matt, that's dealing with some bad fashion. I'll tell you that much. Um, I like Rachel's, uh, there was a cutaway where she had this like Burberry blazer on, or at least it was in the style of Burberry and I loved it. Um, I love Ashley I. I mean, just in general. And I also liked her belled aqua pants and the dangly earrings that matched. I thought she looked great. Um, she's always fun. You know, she's one of those people that like likes to be, like she embraced the embarrassment and really, has like turned that into the Ashley I brand and I applaud her for it. Um, Rachel, it's like Rachel and then Sarah and then Rachel and then Sarah for me. Rachel is adorable uh, with her high-waisted jeans that are, have rips in the knees and the hoop earrings. Uh, she She's reminiscent of Hannah Ann for me actually a little bit with her styling and with her look. Um, Victoria, I, no. Um, I said, oh, this top would be adorable if it was on somebody else. Um, I love the colorful fun top on uh, Kayla. Did I pronounce that correctly? Colorful fun top. Um, and then uh, a great lavender color on, on Kit. You know, she's a fashionista. Um, I love Sarah's top. Sorry, it was Sarah's episode, so she was wearing a lot of fashion, I guess. Another turtleneck, puke. Oh, cute outfit on Serena P. Look at you. Um, I love, I love this. It's, you know, the horseback riding. It's, it's like she's got the boots on. She's looking great for these, you know, that's a horse of a different color. I, uh, I love the heels um, and the cute little black dress on her and the night portion, of course. And I, you know what? Uh, finally, in the night portion, I was like, Matt, thank you for not wearing a turtleneck. And, and then I was like, oh, I get the turtleneck. I get the turtlenecks because you love turtles. And then it was the turtle swimsuit. And then I was back on board with Matt. Uh, I forgive you. And then, uh, oh, Mari. Mari's hair was so voluminous. Um, I'm sorry. Voluminous. Thank you for that word. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's Matt who needs a thesaurus, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely Matt who needs a thesaurus. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to I'm gonna stick to the big book of fashion, but uh, you know, and and also Chris Harrison's erotic novel. Uh, excuse me, uh, I need to exit the corner and go read this book. Uh, you'll have to. <laughs> have fun reading a perfect letter. Um, well, now that I feel more comfortable, do you guys feel more comfortable? Oh wait, Frace is trying to get more comfortable. Oh, Sorry, man. I had to put on some some loungewear. It was getting dark. <laughs> Some mood, some mood yeah. lighting. So now, so now that we're all more comfortable, um, I feel like I'm at home and I feel like that's the perfect feeling that we should all have for our hometown hopeful. Show me that smile. Ooh, show me that smile. <laughs> just like nailed it. It's so, I'm so excited about that song that I just almost knocked a hole in the world, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> right Ridiculous. there. Yeah. Take that world. Give me your top four. Phrase first. Uh, Rachel, number one, obviously. Uh, that's my front runner. Uh, I'm also going to say uh, Abigail, Chelsea, and um, Sarah. Mm. Sarah, you think she's coming back? That's what you're I saying. Think she's, I think she's coming back, and I think that we're going to have an episode where we meet her father. I'm thinking simply of television, you know? <laughs> sure. I, I, but I'm just going to stand by the fact that I think that maybe she wasn't into him enough, maybe. Um, okay. So I'm going to go with Rachel, front runner as well, obviously. Uh, and then I'm going to go with Katie. And then I'm going to go with Kayla. I'm still liking Kayla. I'm going to stick with it, dude. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going with Mari. <laughs> That's... Yeah, Jed and I had the same reaction this episode. We were like, she's really hot. No, I think he, I mean, he doesn't want to go home and meet the rest of the Kardashians. He's like, I want, to see, I want to see where you came from. 
<laughs> no no now, doubt. Here's the deal. I don't really do hometown hopefuls, but I will say this. If Rachel wins this whole thing, I think Katie's going to be the next bachelorette. Oh, that's Ooh. a great, uh, that is a great assessment. I don't know if she, I don't know if Katie's hometowns, she might be, but a hot top six. And mm-hmm. when you're hot top six, fair game for Bachelorette. She needs to get a one-on-one soon to show him how cool she is. You guys, it looks like next week we get five new girls and one of them could be an escort. I'm going to close this off with my favorite Chris Harrison quote that is not from A Perfect Letter by Chris Harrison. <clears throat> I wish them the very best, whatever that may look like. This has been Jet and Franks and Chelsea, leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag limos and roses. Hashtag fashion. Hashtag brace first. Hashtag perfect letter. Hashtag ten toes. Hashtag boobs. Hashtag Chris Harrison. Hashtag Chris Harrison dates. Hashtag not La Quinta. Hashtag Nima colon. Hashtag Sure Thing Media. Hashtag Fashion Corner. Hashtag Zoomcast. Hashtag Producer Rose. Hashtag Fairly In. Hashtag Showering Matt. Hashtag Turtlenecks. Hashtag Garbage. We are all here for the right reasons. Bye.